7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somusia. Good evening and uh, thank you for joining us on SAFM Spot On. I am Tabiso Musia. Katleko Mudiba and Timothy produced the show and uh, Patrick Munana is in technical. And uh, we usually open with a clip just to start the show. Uh, but tonight we are going to put that away because we are going to speak to the sports minister, Natim Tertua. There are a few issues that we want to get some clarity on from the sports minister who addressed members of the media uh, today. You just had it in the news that there's a second wave of the relief fund. So we'll get that uh, from the minister to find out how will it work. There's also the resumption of the domestic season which gets underway uh, this weekend uh, with the PSL, with Safa saying that the uh, the minister had given, or the ministry rather, had given the PSL the green light uh, to resume and not Safa as previously agreed on. And then uh, there is, uh, what else is there? Yo, there's so much. There was also the, minist- the meeting that the minister had with the sportsmen and sportswomen last week who have been sharing the experiences of discrimination in South African sport over the past few weeks. So we don't want to keep the minister waiting and uh, we're going to go over to him now. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. And let's welcome the Minister of Sport, Arts and Culture, Natim Tetua. Minister, good evening and thanks again for being able to take our call on SAFM. Evening, Tabiso and the listeners and uh, thanks for inviting us. Thanks, Minister. There was a press briefing today. I believe there is a second wave, well, there is a second wave of the relief fund. Can you just tell us more? Oh, yes, uh, uh, as you know, that uh, earlier on uh, we uh, announced the 150 million uh, rand relief fund, uh, and subsequent to that, uh, people having applied and uh, benefiting, we have now uh, exhausted close to 100 million uh, of uh, people benefiting. So you would have had about uh, 50 million uh, still unspent. Uh, and also the uh, budget adjustment uh, program, which we had two weeks ago, uh, giving uh, around 27 million. That gives you 77 million rands, which is still available uh, in what we call the second wave of the relief fund. And this is what uh, we were announcing today and uh, sensitizing the public that the uh, in the next few days, uh, we'll be uh, uh, issuing out uh, the process of applications and the deadline. Okay, I'm sure some a lot of people will be happy to hear that, especially those who couldn't get their applications in uh, the first time the relief fund was announced. So who qualifies, Minister? Has anything changed? No, uh, nothing has changed much, uh, except that uh, we, we, we wanted to uh, correct uh, some of the uh, weaknesses in the past, for instance, uh, uh, people raised an issue about uh, the the time that the uh, we uh, the time was so limited uh, yeah. for them to uh, be able to apply. Uh, but it's sport uh, to follow the same pro- procedure where we uh, have national federations on behalf of uh, athletes and so on. But in the final analysis. Uh, the, this is aimed at uh, the athletes out there, uh, at uh, the coach, uh, the technical people, those who have no other income other than uh, their, you know, uh, events, uh, the games they play, national, international, and so on. So, by and large, the criteria has not changed. Mm. Uh, we are uh, determined to ensure that. Uh, many people uh, get this uh, relief. 
Those who've applied before, can they apply again? Well, there are exclusions uh, in, the, in the process. Um, uh, and, and those who applied before uh, would, would not. Um, and athletes, uh, coaches, and technical personnel who do not rely solely on the income and from uh, participating in sporting events, uh, athletes uh, with uh, six-term uh, contracts, uh, all those won't be able to uh, apply. Yeah. yeah, and those who had applied previously, because previously it was open for some time and then COVID-19 is still happening, those who were successful before, Minister, are they allowed to reapply for this fund? Those who, were success- who applied and were successful and they got the uh, relief from this process, would be excluded from uh, applying uh, because we want to stretch uh, this rent as much as possible to reach as many people as possible, as many athletes as possible. So we can't afford to have one person uh, benefiting twice when you have multitudes uh, of uh, our athletes uh, not benefiting. Mm. Because you you, you, uh, realize uh, that... um, Whilst we can talk millions, hundred million, seventy-seven, it's not much when it comes to the actual athletes. We are a talented uh, society, uh, and therefore uh, we have a lot of uh, athletes who uh, look up to this relief uh, for, for for themselves. So we are uh, urging those who have just benefited from this relief. It's the same fund, mm. so you can't uh, benefit twice. Okay, that's loud and clear, Minister. Another matter that we just wanted to get clarity on, we were told last week that you had met with former sportsmen and sportswomen. You'd called them in in, in a meeting. They were very happy with that. Those who'd been sharing their stories about discrimination in sport. Uh, How did the meeting go and why did you feel the need to call them all into this virtual meeting? The meeting went very well, Chaviso. The fact of the matter is that In our country, we unfortunately still face uh, this pernicious ideology. People call it prejudice. Racism is much deeper. Uh, It's an ideology. Uh, It's it's something which we need to deal with systemically. Uh, So when when players say that uh, for so many years I had to swallow this bitter pill, and this is what is happening, uh, for us, I, I, I actually applauded them. Uh, that's, a, that's an act of bravery. And I encourage them uh, to do more on that because we also uh, are going to do uh, something on that. Let me take an example. Uh, mm. You know, for instance, you have certain uh, sporting codes uh, which quite clearly are resisting to change. Uh, so that resistance to change comes with the kind of attitude. It's not a mistake. The kind of attitude the former players were raising with us. And we're making a point after that that we are going to ensure that there is change. People must just get ready for that because if you don't do it voluntarily, we are going to push you to do, the, to do that. This week from tomorrow, I'm engaging the eminent persons group Touching with uh, different uh, uh, sporting codes, uh, going through the outcome and, and, and then raising questions uh, on areas where we need to work. But I am saying that the EPG uh, tool uh, has to be sharpened in the sense.
sense that we, we, we are going to start enforcing what is there. We have not enforced it here before. Mm-hmm. Uh, people easily get the national colors. Uh, they easily come and say, no, but uh, we won uh, uh, trophies for this country and so on. And in that way, compromise transformation. It's not going to be compromised. And at the moment, though, are you allowing federations to have their own processes to deal with some of the issues that have that have been raised? Can they do that? Well, if 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 they genuinely see the outcry, because what is coming out of the Black Lives Matter movement <clears throat> is to highlight the point that whilst we are focusing on building an unracial society the majority of the people in the country say, no, but we can't move because at this point we can't breathe and we can't ourselves ignore that. Uh, we need to listen to that call and ensure that we are then able to move based on the practical experience of what people are, are, are saying and not uh, brush over it, but confront it, deal with it. So if federation uh, genuinely uh, are seeing uh, that kind of a gap and, and, and a, a, a misnomer. Uh, it's well and good uh, because uh, it, it's, it's always good when people take initiative uh, rather than being pushed. We don't want to push people, but uh, we are not going to be shy to push people if they don't want to move. And for you, are you surprised? Are you shocked by these revelations that have been made? And we even spoke to some that are still playing and they still feel that they're being discriminated against. Well, sport is a microcosm of the general society. Uh, as I said earlier on, that whilst in statute books, you no longer have racism. Uh, races have become very creative that uh, they become in their operations uh, covered so that uh, it's not in your face, but continue doing it. Now, it's only people who are in the port who will understand that. And it's the very same people who are saying to us, no, 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 it's very hot in that port. It's not what the smiles you see mm-hmm. uh, we wear we uh, throughout the process. Uh, things are still tough. So we want... Uh, the federations to take heed of this call, to move and report to us that this is how we're addressing it, so that together we're able to address this pandemic, if I may call it that way, or cancer, which we can't just fold our arms and say, no, they are saying it, uh, let's move on. We can't just move on. The last one from us, Minister, is that local football is back this weekend. Safa have told us that you gave the PSL the green light to resume. Does that mean you were happy with the compliance report or you have authorities constantly checking in on the readiness of the teams and the venues? Yes, we're extremely happy with the plan. Uh, we shared with us uh, and then we shared it with the, uh, the NICD. Uh, so we're happy with the plan. But remember, this is the plan, and the plan has to be tested. And in the process of testing, the mother body suffer, uh, together with the uh, NSL, would be part and parcel of ensuring that uh, the plan uh, is uh, implemented accordingly. Uh, and we have uh, uh, 
all the reasons to believe things will happen uh, uh, according to plan because both SAFA and PSL in this instance are working very much together. Uh, they have a joint liaison uh, committee where we are happy on our side that they are speaking in one voice and, and both of them they have never been opposed to the resumption of play, which is good. And uh, from here, it's, it's matters of compliance, but what is on paper in their plan uh, got thumbs up from government general. Mm. And does that include the host province as Gauteng? Because some people have raised concerns that it's, it's the epicenter of this coronavirus. Remember that uh, the biologically safe uh, environment or, or bio-bubble um, is just that. It's a bubble. Uh, within a particular situation, uh, but because of the plan itself, which is going to somewhat extricate uh, the players, uh, administrators of football and, and, and everybody uh, in, a, in a camp form, that, that should help, and it has helped uh, in the past elsewhere, uh, to ensure that uh, we mitigate uh, COVID-19. Thanks, Minister, for speaking to us. I'll read you this message from Twitter. Muzi says, Tabiso, can you tell Minister Mtetwa to live on? He's a hard worker and we applaud everything that he is doing. And I think those are the words we can part with, Minister. Thanks for being available to speak to us and thanks for being on the ground also. Thank you so much, Tabiso. Thanks, Minister Mtetwa. And please, guys, let's make use of this second wave of applications. When I say we, I mean all of us in sport. I'm not saying myself. Uh, but even those in the, in the arts and culture sector, you are included here in this second wave of the relief fund. The minister says the process will open over the next few days. There will be more information given. We will try and give you as much information as we can. Because the last time out, people were saying, ah, we are late. We heard about it's late. We didn't know about this. So today it was launched. We brought the minister on today, the day that it was launched. So there should be no excuses here. The money is available uh, for people to claim from that relief fund. Those who've had their incomes affected by COVID-19, not only while athletes, uh, coaches, administrators, technical people, whoever you are, you can apply. The least you can do is just apply and see if you'll be successful or not. So we'll try and give you as much information as we can over the next few days and when that process does open.